0: Well, speaking of starting and stopping, (laughs) uh, you've been listening to It's Just Called Two Brothers. Hello. Uh, I'm Marcus. (laughs) I'm James. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. See you later. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> it's going alright. Excellent. What's new in the world of mask wearers? Uh, very little, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, no major changes here. Oh, corporate mask wearers, I should say. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 No, it's pretty much the same.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. There's some weird weirdos out <laughs> there with the. Uh, there's the anti-mask crowd on yes. both sides of the businesses. Uh. <laughs> some weirdos saying you can't make me wear a mask in your store. You're going to get so many lawsuits. <laughs> and then, um, or well, at least one sign was posted about, don't come in my store with a mask. You're putting my employees at risk. <laughs> what? Why, does he think you're going to rob them hmm. <laughs> if you have a mask? <laughs> you're um, ready to rob. Maybe. I don't know. In these troubling times, <laughs> <Yes>. insert <laughs> your your case here. So. That I strange. don't make, make light of these troubling times. I mean, <laughs> I do mean to make light of the uh the weirdos uh, and anti-science people certainly hey speaking of <laughs> no i got nothing i'm gonna start over well we have some stuff left over we got a redux oh well all right sir uh i've, I've been trying to roast this yak <laughs> um and that guy is tough man let me tell you hey he's tough i tell you <laughs> um the the smaller cuts the hamburgers fine or the the I guess you'd call it hamburger the ground meat is fine mm-hmm. the stew meat is fine the tenderloin all those better cuts are are fine uh-huh. but the the roasts like chuck roast rump is crazy tough
1: why is that
0: he was just a well <laughs> because. A mean, <laughs> mean dude. Mm-hmm. The, the yak meat is is, is much more lean yeah. to begin with. So it's just all uh, meat. <laughs> There's not as much fat to uh-huh. tenderize it, you know, or to, to uh, render through and right. juicify it. He enjoyed his aerobics. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so I really, ha- when I try to grill up low and slow... Uh, on the grill, mm-hmm. you know, do something that that really tenderizes the most people's brisket or tri tip or even chuck roast. I, I got on the YouTubes and said, "Oh, okay, they're doing a chuck roast on the grill." Mm. Fine. So I did that, and nope, I got a little bit of an end piece that was decent, but mostly it was just not not pleasant. Mm. So in the crock pot for an extra long time, it'll probably work. But hey, he was uh, somewhat free. Uh-huh. If you count all the ground beef we got out of them. Yeah, well... So it was like 70 pounds of ground beef. That that right there paid for it, the uh, the butchering. (laughs) Sorry, trigger alert for vegans and vegetarians. Uh, We're meat eaters here. Mm -hmm. I do love vegetables as well. Yeah. Got a nice little herb garden going, actually. Um, She planted seeds of lettuce Mm -hmm. and uh, kale, a couple kinds of kale, Mm -hmm. spinach, and... I think there was one other one and they've just they're growing like uh like weeds as it were the proverbial weeds
1: fresh vegetable and herbs how much of this was planted when i was there over christmas
0: none of it was planted at that point okay
1: there there were things in your back garden
0: though yeah yeah there were lots of flowers back there okay already um so that's what i saw then yeah those those are uh, doing well hmm. but she planted all these in pots and, and just has a couple oh, of rows of pots okay
1: out there so you can easily move them and cut them yeah. and
0: harvest them and all that. Right, yeah. Uh, but also there's a patch there where the um, the, the, the septic tank is. Mm-hmm. So we learned when we were trying to plant stuff there, that soil isn't very deep. <laughs> so There's a concrete uh, thing there. It's like, oh, no right. wonder nothing grows there. <laughs> yes. So she just put some rows of pots with fresh herbs in there and they're growing really well. All right then. I, I bought some from the store. What do we have, like fennel and peppermint and thyme? The Thyme is super spicy. Mm-hmm. That's really intense. That's uh, quite the variety. Is it a? Yeah. Did you get a, like a weird variant of thyme? I'm not sure. It, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Mm. I believe it is a, a, a variant, mm. not the usual r- stuff you get in the spice rack. Right. It's more. It's much more intense. Yeah. yeah
1: there are a lot of. There are quite a number of specific variations, and, you know, mm-hmm.
0: purporting to be
1: lemon and pineapple and various. Yeah. Flavorings.
0: Yeah, that was with like the basil. Also, mm. there's um, this guy, I, I can't, again, I can't think of what basil we got, but he said, oh, I think you'll really like it. It's it's uh, kind of spicy. It's very unusual. I mm. think you'll like it. You should try it. I was like, okay. You say basil. Basil?
1: You say basil, I say basil. Oh, basil? Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> basil faulty? Falsy. <laughs> you know it's uh. with an eye. It's basil.
0: Basil. <laughs> so we got to... <laughs> to growl it. Uh, angry. Yeah. Bit. <laughs> hey, that that brings me to Chris Barry, okay. you know Arnold Rimmer yes. in uh, Red Dwarf. How well I do? Yeah, he was in a a show called Brita's Empire. No, the wait, was it called Brita's Empire or uh-huh. the Brita's Empire? No, it had to be Brita's Empire, hmm. where he played a guy much like Basil Fawlty. He was running a rec center, and through his usually his own fault, <laughs> misadventures and mishaps would occur and he would try and solve, you know, the issues and, you know, put everything right. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of oblivious to his own missteps and foibles okay. to, to have caused the problem in the first place. Mm. I haven't seen the show, but uh, I, I was looking him up today and I found that he was in several seasons of that. I see.
1: Mr. Britters, she just passed the bus station, Mr. Brittus Right, all hold hands, please, all hold... Why is no one eating the bread and cheese, Gabby? Well, apparently they all ate before they came, Mr. Britters. Right, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Are you the mother of this child? Yes. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. Well, I'm afraid she's going to have to be a boy for today, and don't worry, no one will notice on television with ears like that.
0: So, he's a good guy. <laughs> and then he, I guess he did a bunch of episodes of shows like um, Chris Berry's Mega... Engines and Chris Berry's uh, flying machines <laughs> and stuff like that. Interesting. So Discovery Channel type shows. Uh, I didn't know.
1: And how did you come across this information?
0: Well, well I w- subscribed to the Red Dwarf subreddit. Oh, uh, of course. And somebody posted his picture, and it might be his birthday hmm. or something along those lines. <clears throat> and I, hey, this this guy's a good guy, you know. Uh, I met him at the at this convention, you know. Uh-huh. And so then I I just looked him up. Yeah. His IMDb stuff.
1: Yeah, we will yeah. definitely put uh, any links we find. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, he did turn out to be one of the most essential components, I'd, I'd say, of Dwarf, And uh, not just because he was the central anti-villain, almost. Yeah. A villain, but a sort of hapless villain. You're right. He, he kind of straddled the line, really, between mm-hmm. hero and villain. He was an antagonist, but he was also on the... Same basic side as Lister, right? As the as the sort of main
0: character of the series. Yeah, he was still a coward and and still almost um, talking about Red Dwarf, of course. Yeah, back to Red Dwarf, yeah. or not back to, but onto specifically mm-hmm. Red Dwarf. Rimmer, right? The hologram yeah. <laughs> was, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and famously he had auditioned for the part of Lister, and they said, "Hey, we think we we like you, but we think you'd be better for this part."
0: History was made. Indeed, <laughs>
1: yeah. hes uh, I've seen him in several things, and he's always been
0: very good in all of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Quite the range, as they say.
0: Yeah. Speaking of range, mm-hmm. I had another topic. Okay. Uh, it just popped into my head uh, something else. Do you remember Le Car? <laughs> I vaguely remember, yeah. Back in the 70s and probably early 80s, Le Car was an AMC import of uh, a Renault company uh-huh. vehicle and uh it talked about it as the sort of french rabbit so it was that it was a, a compact to compete with the honda civic and the volkswagen rabbit mm-hmm. it had the words le car on the side of it yeah and uh, decaled on the side but i think this is before
1: door. the yugo right wasn't yes. the yugo's late 80s yes. or
0: early 90s or something um mid to late 80s right. i would say yeah uh, but a similar <laughs> size and shape uh-huh. vehicle sure um, only this one is actually a decent car, the <laughs> Le Car. Yes. It was a uh, pretty high, mi- I think it said 42 miles per gallon highway. Yeah, 30, in, uh, like 33,
1: se- 42 or something like
0: that. Yeah, in the 70s, that's uh, that pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. When when so many American cars were gigandor. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was um, an odd status thing to put Le Car in, in like very large, abnormally large letters. Yeah, so. It's a strange, de- decaled.
1: strange uh, cultural time moment yeah uh, where it was considered prestigious to have a foreign car mm. but not unpatriotic to have a french car
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right i'll go with that <laughs> go along with that well car emblems and um model names were pretty small you know they'd be in chrome and some maybe some script on the side or the back but uh, yeah not, not like this just decaled uh-huh. And maybe, I don't know, six inch uh, to probably not a foot high, but no, with some striping and you know, some sort of 70s coloring. Oh, yeah, decal stripes, those, as I recall. Yeah, the drab, warm, neutral palette of the 70s. Yeah, sort of brown, green, orange, uh, yeah, but but subdued mm. versions of those, yeah. <laughs> often in combination, and all three, <laughs> you know, not not yeah. either or all three. <laughs> right. of the, the autumn
1: ensemble. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's it. I don't even think that it has been parodied on The Simpsons, which is unusual. It, it is. It, it was a minor cultural touchstone, but sort of exists in its own time. It's not one of those that has, you know, dogged the psyche of Americans for very long. Like, no. say, the Edsel or <laughs> uh, the K-Car or a lot of other things.
0: Yeah, it... it... I haven't seen a, a peep about it that I yeah. know of consciously right. uh, in in decades, <laughs> maybe since that decade. Probably
1: because it was just a well-made, sensibly priced car. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really any scandal right. or a boondoggle about it mm-hmm. uh, when gas prices were falling and people weren't all that concerned with mileage uh, uh, as a thing yet.
0: Yeah. And also, as an AMC, hmm. that company... Got run into the ground. So as they failed, mm. so failed their models right, and but, imports.
1: Right, but were they importers or were they just uh, license? Yeah, they,
0: well, they then they made it in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh-huh. um, or partially assembled. You know, something along those lines. As it uh, as it gained popularity, then they right. started making it as well. Yeah. But then, then they tanked.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, no fault of the wonderful cars that they had made previously
0: <laughs> the pacer
1: <laughs> the gremlin uh, yes which it must be said we both drove i guess for a time or did the you the gremlin just... oh yes yeah. yeah because i
0: vapor lock i briefly
1: owned that thing yeah same here for a year or a year and a half or something like that mm-hmm. one of us passed it to the other i don't remember which
0: i don't think you got it from <laughs> me i think it okay I, I don't remember what happened when i did we just <laughs> i think
1: you just returned it, it or... to
0: the farm Okay, and then
1: it, and then I didn't have a car at the time, so I got it.
0: Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> With about thirty clothespins all along the fuel <laughs> yes. line. Yes,
1: that was the uh, as a heat sink. A heat That's sink. what he said. Uh huh.
0: I remember the first time the mechanic looked at that, and he's you know because I brought it to the mechanic and you know because it was smoking all the time yeah. and uh, you know leaking oil, it burned it like ton crazy of oil. Yeah, and vapor lock. Yeah. <laughs> just as you're starting to go across a busy intersection, mm. <laughs> no, 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 don't go. I took the mechanic open it. He's like, "What are these?" And I <laughs> said, uh, "You know, it's uh, for their heat sinks." <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> he goes, "Okay." <laughs> he seemed uh, quite dubious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't know. You know, granddad. Yeah. <laughs> told me that's what they were. I, he knew a hundred times more about cars than me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was a master so.
1: at keeping things running on their last legs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. A gremlin as a, uh, a messenger car in Los Angeles. Woo, mm-hmm. That was a rough one. Yeah. So you got that truck. Bing, mm-hmm. zoom.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was one of the first to run it completely out of oil and overheat it uh, while I was on the freeway. I thought it was a goner, uh, but then it, I don't know, it came back to life. <laughs> all that needed was a little bit of oil and time.
0: Ah, testament to its
1: toughness. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, there was also an, another time where I boiled all the water out of the radiator. Mm-hmm. So I opened mm-hmm. the opened the cap and just steam gushed out. Yeah. All there was. <laughs> Tough little bug, that thing.
0: It's true. It's true. Tough little gremlin. Mm-hmm. I must say and apologize to you since you said you got it after me hmm. i did change quote unquote change the head cover gasket oh. which was said to be the, the issue right and i was tricked into thinking that i could do it myself <laughs> uh <laughs> the previous head cover gasket was worn out hmm. but it was also yeah, glued onto the yeah. to the head cover and so i was you know kind of chipped away at it with the screwdriver <laughs> and i think i got most of it off uh-huh. <laughs> most of the old one off Ugh. before putting the new one on oh, and wow. screwing it all back down so yeah i didn't know doodly dong about cars <laughs> you gotta you gotta
1: get that thing sanded down <laughs> it's like yeah it's no good if there are a lot of uh, imperfections
0: i realize that at this point mm-hmm. yes <laughs> <laughs> oh well <laughs> yeah it didn't seem to make a difference after i <laughs> replaced the head cover gasket yeah. for some reason <laughs> so sorry about that right. 30-year apology yeah next time <laughs> long overdue you owe me a car okay <laughs> well i guess this is a case where we'll have to agree to disagree i don't agree to that
1: neither do i <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so let's do your music share My music speaking sure. of uh Traffic jams? Yeah. Speaking of traffic.
1: Well, Traffic Island is not known for its ambient music or instrumentals, but this uh, this new album is all instrumental. A-, a lot of the usual output is raucous, anthemic type songs, and emphasis on the rock. Uh-huh. But uh, there's a lot of stretching out on this, and I've been uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of intrigued and impressed. So hmm. it's a fun album to listen to. Not Mm -hmm. terribly long, like 48 or 9 minutes, 50 minutes, something like that. So this song? Well, this one is just the, I think it's the... Charlie is my darling. uh, Charlie is my darling. There you
0: go. Ah, yes. (laughs)
1: Line. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it follows yeah, a, a similar format as a lot of the other ones. It, there's a little intro, it stretches out, it variates, and then resolves. Not a lot of variation. Nah, uh, that one that one goes pretty pretty steadily you, through. You could kind of you could make a case for making remixes of all these songs. Mm. And there a lot of them are very short, uh, just under three minutes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. As did I. Mm. not hard driving. It's just a just a nice nice tune. Uh, yeah. Well, if we agree, why are we arguing <laughs> again? Well, if you'd like to argue with us, you could send us an email <laughs> at bros at it's just called two brothers dot com.
1: Yeah, if you use the the Twitter, you can tweet it as <laughs> at IJC2B. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And someday you, I will news, get my newsletter. I, I will get my newsletter done someday. Fair enough. I've been trying to uh, really think about how to do it <laughs> at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of All lots right. of starting and stopping